We go to the US now, midterm elections. Uh, the Democratic Party appearing to have defied the odds with control of both the House and the Senate still hanging in the balance. And an anticipated Republican red wave has failed to materialise as votes continue to be counted. Let's uh, now join Simon Marks uh, from Washington, D.C., our U.S. Bureau Chief. Hi, Simon. Hello, Justine. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, when we spoke yesterday, we thought it was going to be much tighter. What are your thoughts uh, about uh, how even tighter it's got, it has uh, shaped up to be? Well, here we are 24 hours later, and we do not yet know the outcome of the race to control the House of Representatives or the United States Senate. President Biden nonetheless took a bit of a victory lap at the White House uh, within the last uh, couple of hours, citing uh, the fact that he has really bucked historical precedent and saying that uh, this is the uh, a much stronger performance uh, for Democrats in midterms, certainly, uh, than and uh, predecessors, including Barack Obama and Bill Clinton, uh, encountered. And they, of course, went on uh, to win a second term in the Oval Office after substantial setbacks in midterm elections. The president did seem to concede that he thinks the Republicans are going to end up in the majority uh, in the House of Representatives. And the New York Times is currently projecting that there could be a Republican majority of around six seats in the House. That's much uh, smaller than the Republicans had hoped, but obviously still a bit of a blow to the president. The president was asked this question at the press conference. What in the next two years do you intend to do differently uh, to change people's uh, opinion of the direction of the country, particularly as you contemplate a run for president in 2024? Nothing, because they're just finding out what we're doing. He insisted that voters' concerns could be assuaged by them uh, learning more about his achievements in office, indicated that he had no need to recalibrate his approach moving forward, and twice during the course of that news conference threatened Republicans with the use of his veto pen if they do indeed find themselves controlling the House of Representatives or the Senate, uh, indicating that he will push back very heavily uh, at any efforts to water down any of the legislation that has passed under his watch over the last two years. The race for the Senate looks like it is going to come down to that seat in Georgia, where the Democrat incumbent Senator Raphael Warnock is running against the Trump-backed challenger, uh, Herschel Walker. There is going to be a runoff in that race on December the 6th, if the Republicans succeed in flipping the state of Nevada, which could happen, and vote counting is still underway there, then that runoff on December the 6th is going to determine Joe Biden's fate for the next two years, because if the Democrats win the runoff, then they will uh, have uh, a very narrow majority in the Senate. But if the Republicans win it, they'll have that narrow majority in the Senate. So mm. everything very much still to play for. OK, so, Simon, do we know exactly? Exactly what happened to the to this red wave, or is it still too early to tell? Well, it certainly didn't materialise. I mean, there's talk here of a, a sort of a red trickle, but it definitely isn't the red wave that Donald Trump uh, had anticipated. And remember, Donald Trump really positioned himself as the leader of the opposition in a country where uh, that position doesn't formally exist. Now, he did bring a number of his endorsed candidates over the finishing line. If you look in Ohio, J.D. Vance, the senator-elect, down in Arkansas, uh, the new governor, Sarah 
Sarah Huckabee Sanders, if the name rings bells, it should, because she was his White House press secretary when Donald Trump was running things uh, here in Washington, D.C. But broadly, uh, the Republican tide uh, did not match the rhetoric uh, that President Trump offered. So he's bruised by all of this. And there is another Republican out there who had a much better night than President Trump, and that is Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. We have embraced freedom. We have maintained law and order. We have protected the rights of parents. We have respected our taxpayers, and we reject woke ideology. We fight the woke in the legislature. We fight the woke in the schools. We fight the woke in the corporations. We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. Now, he was celebrating overwhelming re-election to the position of governor of the Sunshine State. He won more than 60% of the vote. And remember, uh, and, and everyone will remember, that when we talk about presidential elections every four years, Florida's often considered the all-important swing state. You know, if you want the White House, you've got to win in Florida. Well, as of now, there is not a single Democrat in statewide elected office in Florida. So strongly did the Republicans perform there. And in that presentation that you heard from Ron DeSantis there, he's very much staking a claim to the leadership of the party, absolutely indicating that he's going to challenge Donald Trump for the Republican mm. Party's presidential nomination and if you glance at the front page of the Rupert Murdoch owned New York Post in its Wednesday edition you will see a big picture of Ron DeSantis celebrating victory in Florida and a headline that simply reads the future. Uh, we've got just a few seconds left Simon. Donald Trump's chances if, if he makes a 2024 presidential bid. Well, I think we've got to ask ourselves, what's he going to do next Tuesday at Mar-a-Lago? I mean, he announced that he was going to make the announcement next Tuesday, anticipating much larger victories than he's uh, now able to point to. Uh, he's in for a bruising uh, contest to try and secure the nomination. There will be lots of other candidates out there, including Governor DeSantis. Uh, President Biden at the White House indicated that it's still his intention to seek a second term in office, though he said the family has to make that decision and he hopes that it will be made uh, over the course of the next few weeks. Uh, it, were he to decide not to seek a second term of office, there'd be a free-for-all on the Democratic side as well. Simon, thank you so much for the update. Simon Marks is our US Bureau Chief talking to us live from Washington, D.C.